Welcome to Behind the Mask with Cassandra Perkins. Listen today as we show you how to love God, love people, and impact the world for Christ. Hello, welcome to the show. I'm your host, Cassandra Perkins. I'm behind the mask, and I'm so glad that you are here with me today. I'm so excited to talk to you guys about some amazing guests that I'm having on my show uh, for today, incredible guests that have these amazing stories of entrepreneurship and going out and making a difference, and they're so young. They're so young, even younger than I am, and it's crazy saying that at 18 years old, almost 19 years old, saying that there's you know someone else who's even younger than me out there making a difference in and helping people and finding their passions at such young ages. And I'm so excited to be able to bring them on and talk about it, um, you know, as well as uh, for the second guest, to be able to talk to their families about supporting and loving and, uh, you know, showing love and support to their children and, and supporting them with their passions and, and whatever entrepreneurship that they want to continue in their life, which is so great. And I'm so excited to cover that topic in the second half hour of the show. But for the first half hour of the show, I have on this incredible, incredible boy, but he's not really really a boy. He is a man. I mean, he is literally, uh, he's 14 years old. He just turned 14 years old, which is crazy. Uh, he is an author of Keys to Success for Kids and is the CEO and founder of Kids for Health. Uh, he's also a sought after uh, speaker and coach. And it's crazy saying those words when he's still a kid, you know, he's still a kid. He's 14 years old and I'm just so blown away by him. He is, he, you know, he talks like a 50 year old. He's so mature and so uh, old. He's an old soul to say the least. And he talks about such great topics. And I really want to jump into that and really find out his passion and pick out his mind a little bit. So I'd like to welcome to the show, Caleb Maddox. Are you there, Caleb? Caleb, are you there? Okay. I think we uh, are. Is Caleb there? Hello, Caleb. Do we hear him? Okay. Okay. Um, so yeah, Caleb Maddox, uh, he's so incredible. Let me just read a little bit about, um, and tell you a little bit about what, about what he does. I found him actually through the love of social media, which is so great. Um, social media is so amazing to, to have. And I found him on there and, uh, actually he posts these incredible, incredible videos. Um, and I, I've, <laughs> I actually found myself, you know, getting ready and, and watching his videos for hours and hours and hours on end. Um, he has literally got it all figured out and he talks about the most incredible topics. I mean, when you're talking like these these people who are, you know, in their 50s and their 60s and they're out there changing the world and talking about, you know, very similar topics in their own way um, and they're very profound topics as well. So, you know, for him to be able to talk about similar topics is is so incredible. Do we have him back? Or do you think we got him on? Caleb, are you there? 
Yes, ma'am. Can you hear me? Yes, absolutely. We got you. But like I was saying, um, I'll wrap up real quick. But, uh, you know, he talks about such incredible things and such incredible topics that are so profound and, and so incredible that I found myself sitting back and, you know, questioning, you know, myself. You know, am I doing things right in my life? How do I make myself better? And it's so great to the, for me to hear that from my generation, from someone in my generation, to hear that, you know, they're out there inspiring and, and making a difference. And I truly think that's what Caleb is. So, Caleb, thanks so much much for taking the time out of your busy schedule to be on my show today. I really appreciate it. Well, I'm excited and honored to be on. Absolutely, Caleb. So uh, I think, you know, I am really, really blown away by who you are and, and what you do. And, um, you know, as I was saying, I was watching your videos and uh, researching you while I was researching you. You know, I saw that you were doing stuff. I think the youngest that I saw doing stuff was at like nine years old, which is so crazy and in incredible that you were doing things, you know, at the youngest of nine years old. Um, and I don't know if you even started younger then, but, you know, at 14 years old, you think like some in their 50s and, and you're very mature which is an absolutely brilliant and amazing thing you know where did this passion really start out this passion for helping and making a difference did this start out as a kid mm -hmm. it did you know when I was about uh, six years old um, I went up to my dad and I said you know, I said I want to become the shortstop here at Yankees and because I love baseball I had a passion for the Yankees I love Derek Jeter you know all that stuff so I said you know dad I want to become the shortstop here at Yankees and uh, he kind of looked at me, and he said, are you sure that you want to do this? And I said, yes, sir. And then, he, you know, he, he turned back around. He started reading his book, you know, whatever. I was a little bit encouraged. I went back to my, uh, my, to my room, and I was like, man, he didn't really tell me anything. He wasn't excited, whatever. So the next morning at 6 a.m., um, next thing I hear is Washington banging. You know, it's loud, all this stuff. He's like, you know, he said, time to wake up. And then, you know, I'm six years old. I'm, like, I'm up at 6 a.m. I didn't know what was going on. And uh, Dad said, are you so sure that you want to become the shortstop for the New York Yankees? And I said, yes. And I, he said, okay. So he got me in the car. And uh, after that happened, he drove me to the football field, and I arrived there. And he started talking to me a little bit about values and the things I'm going to live by. And so, you know, he, he, he talked to me about who I'm going to watch personal growth, all this different kind of stuff. And, and it, you know, I started practicing every single day, 6 a.m. I would wake up and I would, and I would start working out. And I developed this, like, passion for baseball and for, you know, life in general. And so I was just passionate kid. And also, and I was also fortunate to, uh, you know, travel the world with my dad and speaking. Uh, but I never spoke, you know, just my dad. And I'd meet a lot of kids. And I would, also, I would always ask them to say, what do you want to do with your own? What are your passions? What do you want to do? And, you know, they, they didn't really have an answer. So I started to coach these kids and started talking to them. I didn't really know what I was doing because I'm six years old. And I was like, you know what? I have a passion for it. I love coaching kids. So after that, I asked my dad, I said, you know what? Can I start speaking to a different place that we go? What's that? Hey, Caleb. Yes. We're getting a lot of feedback on your end, and I'm sorry about that. So is it possible um, if you have, like, a home phone, if you could call back on that or just hang up and try to call back one more time? I'm sorry to cut you off, but uh, I just want to make That's sure. Fine. That... It was bad for me. I just thought it might have been different for you. Okay. I just wanted to make sure uh, that, you know, we get a crystal clear connection. So if you wouldn't mind calling back so we can try to hear you better. 
Perfect. Okay. So uh, I think Caleb is uh, a great guest to have on. And, you know, it's crazy to think, you know, he, his dad, and this is really where uh, the, the, you know, topic of family and having family in your life comes in, which is something that I'm, I'm already so passionate about. And in my life is to have family there to support you and love you and be there for you. So I think that's really where the topic of family comes in is to hear that, you know, at a very young age, in Caleb's life that his dad is already asking him these life-changing questions in his life and something that, you know, like he said, is really going to stick with him and, and really change him uh, in his life. I mean, I think that is so incredible that we, we you know, have those people in our life to ask us those questions, to bring up those questions so we can better ourselves and better ourselves in our life. And, uh, you know, I hear so many stories of, of people who have, you know, started out in their life not knowing what their passion was, not knowing knowing what they're doing with their life. And I, I just think it's so crazy how one person, you know, whether it's your family member, whether it's a random stranger on the street, can be a mentor to you with one question in your life that can really change your life and be a mentor in your life with one question in one statement. I think that is absolutely bizarre that we have that impact on our on other people, which is why, again, the topic of family and family coming into play here is so, so, so important and so incredible. Um, are we good? Do we have Caleb back? Does it sound clear? Okay, we'll put we'll get him back on and we'll test around with this. Sorry about this, guys, but we want to make sure that we get him all good. So, Caleb, are you there with us? I am. Can you hear me now? Ooh, it sounds pretty great. <laughs> awesome, Caleb. Awesome. Th- thank you. Sorry about that and sorry that happened. But, um, and you know, I, we got bits and pieces of your story and really, you know, I heard the topic of, of family. So if you wouldn't mind kind of uh, just, you know, covering that topic again, or really of how you got started with this passion, if you wouldn't mind. Mm-hmm. Well, of course. I kind of go back to what I was talking about before. Can you guys still hear an echo? Uh, it, it's, it comes and goes, but I think, I think it's okay. Because it's like screaming in my ear. Oh, my gosh. Like, okay. But I can go with it. I can go with it. Um, so, anyways, can you, hear me, can you hear me? Yes. Okay. I put you on speaker. Okay, anyways. So, recap really what my story is because, you know, the, the connection everything. So, I was like, you know, Dad, I want to become the shortstop for the New York Yankees. I had this passion for baseball. And my dad really started to instill habits in me to where I'd become, a ba- you know, a better baseball player because I was always small. I didn't have the best talent. I would play right field. Um, I just I just really wasn't good at baseball, which was actually a blessing in disguise because it, it taught me to work. So, you know, I had this, like, passion for just life and for baseball. You know, when my friends wanted to play video games, I'd be like, no, let's go outside, let's work out, or let's, let's hit the baseball. And, you know, or when my friends would be uh, like, you know, Caleb, you want to go to the movies? I'd be like, no, I want to read. You know, I want to read the success principles. I want to read these different books. And uh, so really all these habits, like, instilled in me at a young age. And, you know, I, I, and I went around the world and I had the privilege to travel with my dad and uh, do a lot of speaking. I didn't speak, but he did. And I met a lot of kids. And, I, you know, I always used to ask him this question because I was always fascinated with this for some reason. I would ask all the kids I met, I would say, um, what do you want to do when you're older? What, what, do you, what are your dreams? What are your goals? And it kind of shocked me to know that many kids didn't have, you know, didn't have as many, you know, didn't have goals or dreams or things that they wanted to accomplish. So one day I said, you know what, Dad, I want to talk to the kids and be able to, you know, share how they can, you know, work and, you know, say the right manners. So, you know, when my dad would speak, I, for, you know, every single time he would speak, I would come up five minutes before 
and I would talk to the kids. And, you know, I, I did this. I was nervous at first. I was nervous for an entire year of speaking. But I finally, like, broke free of this. And this is all, like, six years old. And, you know, I started doing videos. You know, you can find videos of me on YouTube when I was six years old, seven years old, eight years old. Yeah. And really, I had this passion. And then, you know, to skip ahead, um, when I was about 12 years old, I went to my dad and I said, Dad, I want to write a book. And he was like, you know, he said, awesome, man, do it. Like, it wasn't this, like, long, you know, drawn-out process. I just, like, did it. I just wrote a book. I wrote it in a week. And we yeah. found a publisher. We found an editor, all this stuff. And I kind of, you know, I put it out there. And I used social media to promote it. I had some of my friends buy it. And a lot of people really liked it. And I was seeing a lot of results from it. And then this app called Periscope came out. And when the app came out, um, you know, I was like, what is this thing? And, you know, I, I already done video blogs before. And that Periscope is basically like a live video stream. So it was an opportunity for me to share content and motivate people live with comments, all that stuff. So I started doing this thing, and really a lot of cool people discovered me. And through that, you know, I've grown my social media. Now on Facebook, I have all these likes. Um, you know, I had 730,000 views on the video I put out a couple weeks ago. And it's really just taken off for me. But long story short, everything's back to this for me. I'm about getting people passion and living their life on a purpose and on a mission. Because you hear Oprah and you hear all these people say that they had that click moment in their lives. Mm. But in reality, that click moment wasn't like anything special. It was just the moment that they found their purpose and that they decided that they were going to fulfill it. And that's what I'm about, is giving people that click moment, giving them the, the opportunity to find their purpose and also follow it. Yeah. Wow. I mean, to give that per like to give that per person a purpose and, and a way to find that that's really the key here to, to give that to them and, and make them recognize that. And I think it's so cool how you're just giving these little tips, you know, little tips that have worked for you. I mean, it's crazy to say that because you're only 14 years old, which is such an incredible thing that you're doing this. I'm just so amazingly blown away by you um, and what you're doing at your age. But, you know, to, to think that you're giving these tips and this is something that's worked for you in your life is so incredible. And I, I love seeing your videos and like I said before, uh, just watching you and listening to your, your daily videos, it, it's really, really <laughs> inspiring. And I got to say that you're one of my, you. my favorite speakers and my, my favorite coaches because uh, I really have found myself at, you know, almost 19 years old, you know, questioning, you know, am I doing the things right? What is my passion? What are my goals? And uh, it's incredible to think that, you know, you're so young and that you've helped me find that, which is incredible. Um, I love that you and, you know, again, going back to, to family, helping you know your father uh, is an author as well and you guys do these amazing uh, collabs and you do these videos together and you you get out these ideas of helping people uh, what does having the support from your family really do for you well you know what's funny is a lot of people see my dad and they're like you know he has the support of his family but to be straight up honest with you the I only have one support member in my family and that's actually my dad like you know you see him you see him so strong but almost every other person in my family, you know, they're, they're very small-minded thinking or thinkers. So a lot of them actually don't, like, like what I'm doing. You know, they, 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 uh, a lot of them say, you know, you shouldn't write a book, all this different kind of stuff. But, you know, my dad in my life, he, he's the greatest dad ever, honestly. You know, what he's taught me when I was younger, he paid me $20 every single book that I read. You know what I'm saying? Uh, you know, he's always taught me to learn. He's always taught me to uh, live life to the fullest, all that stuff. And, you know, it's very important to have that support figure in your life. But mm -hmm. then also, I mean, honestly, I, you know, I had when I was younger, I had a lot of struggles with the fact that I wrote my book and nobody in my family was proud for, uh, you know, proud of me 
besides my dad, and I really had to work through that. Wow. But, it's, you know, it's huge to have strong family members in your life, but, you know, if you don't have them, you know, you you have to find another strong support group in your life. You know, family's just family's just a group of people who are bonded together. That's really what it is. So even if you don't have the right family, because we all have somewhat of a whacked-out family, if you don't have that, find other people to, to fill those roles. And I think that's so big for me is I have my dad, but I've also found other people in my life that have kind of taken that role to yeah. where I talk to and different stuff like that. Wow. So, I mean, just to quickly get into this, I mean, because I'm curious, how do we do that? How do we find these people in our life who are going to be there, from your opinion, that are going to be there and support us and love us and, and show us respect and encourage us to go along with our path and our passions? How do we find those people in our life? Well, you know, I'll give you a quote that, uh, that I've said before and people, you know, seem to like it. And th- this is the quote. Associate with the people you want to become and become the people you want to associate with. And really, that's, that's the key, is, is number one, determining who you want to become and then determine who is living that life or has lived that life or is on the way to living that life. Yeah. So determine wh- who do you want to become. And then also a big thing is, you know, after, you know, like think of the people that you want to associate with and become that type of person, right? You want, a, you want a, a loyal friend. You need to start to become loyal because like attracts like. If you start to become a loyal person, it'll, you know, it'll attract other loyal people. So there's, there's two steps to it, determining who you want to become and then finding those people, but then also determining who you want to associate with and then becoming that person so that they also come. I think that's the biggest thing on finding a good support you know, group. Yeah, I agree 100%, you know, that you, you know, you got to be the qualities that you want to see in other people. And, and, you know, I think that once you're following your passions and, you know, I can see this through what I'm doing that, you know, once I started following my passions and found my passion and started doing what I loved, that also drew in a lot of people around me with like uh, minded people, like similar minds and, uh, you know, doing that, I found a great support group who's going to be here for me. And I think that's really the key is to, you know, be the person that you want to be friends with. I think that's, that's really the key exactly. here. Absolutely. So, you know, one question I've got to ask is what makes you so motivated? I mean, you see kids today who are sitting around and they're constantly bored, constantly, you know, unmotivated, just want to sleep around all day long and don't have any passion in life. So what what do you do to stay motivated? What makes you so motivated? Well, you know, that's the number one question I get. Honestly, you know, every every time I meet somebody, the the first question they ask me is, "What motivates you?" And really, I mean, there's there's so many things that honestly motivates me, but if I had to if I had to pinpoint it and like, you know, and really narrow it down to one thing, the thing that wakes me up and makes me do what I do even when I don't feel like it is one word, and that is the word freedom. And two, two, two reasons why that word is powerful in my life. Because number one, every single day I strive to become free myself. Mm-hmm. When I work, when I make my sales calls, when I write my books, when I do all that stuff, you know, I'm trying to create financial freedom. I'm trying to create, uh, you know, good relationships, peace, all that stuff. And really, you know, I, when I'm 30 years old, I don't want to have to be searching for I want to be providing jobs. So, you know, that's one thing that motivates me is like, you know what, when I, whenever I don't feel like doing something – you know, I have to, I, you know, I think about my future and really that, that the power of it is either you can have, a, you know, a free future or, you know, a bad future. So that's one thing that motivates me. And the second thing is also freedom. But this motivates me more when I'm not feeling like doing, you know, something. It's 
creating freedom for other people. You know, you notice that everything that I do, all my videos, all the, all the, all the, you know, books and all the speeches and all the coaching and all the interviews and everything that I do is really based around creating freedom for other people. And whenever, whenever I'm slacking off, I feel like that's, that's the second of the day that I can be motivating other people. And really that's what motivates me. I say, you know what? I got to create freedom for myself and I have to create freedom for other people. Uh-huh. And honestly, what's cool is the, uh, I, I mounted a word on my wall. I, I mounted the word freedom on my wall. And the first thing that I see when I wake up and go to bed is the word freedom. Wow. And that's what I think we should all live our lives after. Wow. It's cool. It's cool to see you in your videos and, and see you, you know, doing these things and, and, uh, see, see in your, on your wall, see these words that you, you know, so desperately, you know, uh, motivate you that get you up in the morning these quotes that get you up in the morning and to put those places where you're going to see them every day to remind yourself, to constantly remind yourself of, you know, what is staying motivated, what is making you happy. And to remind yourself of that is, is an incredible thing, which, you know, I condemn you for so much and I congratulate you for well, so much. I mean, let me add this real quick. A lot of people are like, you know, why is my success stopping? Why do I see myself freezing up a little bit? And it feels like I'm off track. And this is the quote that I give them. When you feel like your success is coming to a halt, it's because you're taking your eye off the result. Yeah. And I think the power of me putting up, you know, that, that word is it's, it's giving me a why. And that's really what motivation is. It's the reason for doing something or why you're doing it. And, like, if you can keep your eye on the why all the time, you will get to where you want to go. Hmm. But you have to remember why you were going in the first place. And I think that's so big. Absolutely. So let's talk about some of your other successes. You were talking about writing a book at such a young age. You have uh, keys to keys to success for kids. I think that's such a yes, incredible ma'am. title for uh, a book, and to you know think that it's reaching out truly to our generation and helping with our generation is incredible. What is the book about? And you know specifically, it's targeted towards kids. So um, you know how does that uh, affect kids? What's written in the book? Well, you know the reason I titled it "Keys to Success for Kids" is because. I honestly view success as a door, and I think no matter who you are, if you have the key to a door, it's going to open. Whether you're, you know, black or you're white, whether you're skinny or you're, you know, you're fat, whether you're tall or you're short, whether you're a male or you're a female, whether you are um, skilled or even not skilled, whether no matter what, if you have a key to a door, it has to open. And that's a really, you know, that's what, you know, like I talked about in the beginning, I'm passionate about you know, giving you know, kids a, a step and a plan to having success, that's really what it is. It's, it's two things. I'm, determ- I'm giving kids a chance to determine what door they want to open, yeah. and then I'm giving them tools on how they can open that door. And that's why I chose that title, and that's really what, what the book is about, is I talk about creating the right habits, you know, manners. I talk about um, developing a routine. I talk about goal setting. Really the basics of success for kids and what's actually really cool is, you know, for adults who are just starting off in business or who are committing to personal growth, it's funny because I actually recommend my book to them because mm-hmm. I talk about it on a really beginner level scale. You know, I'm coming out with my second book right now, Extreme Teens. Um, but the first book, Keys to Success for Kids, like I said, it's really just giving kids, uh, kids uh, an action plan to, um, to accomplish their dreams and open up that door for success. Yeah. 
Yeah, well, to, you know, reach for their dreams and to encourage them to reach for their dreams. And, you know, there's so much out there about the older generation and how to motivate the older generation. But I I rarely, rarely see a a lot for the youth, honestly, a lot for us, a lot of motivation for us. um, And in a way that kids will understand, that kids will comprehend this and be able to take this. And it's not so profound where they don't understand, but it's simple enough where they can act on it and and make a difference. And I, I truly think that that's so cool that you're you know you're doing that and that uh you know you're the one as a gener as a generation in this generation that you're helping out this generation which is, is so cool being a kid and helping out uh, us kids so it, it's it's really incredible to see that um you also have this incredible incredible organization of uh kids for health uh, you're the ceo and founder what is what is that about well you know kids for health is something i started that uh because you know what i realized is a lot of kids they they really need three things they need motivation because, you know, some kids are just like, you know what, I don't want to start or I don't want to become healthy, you know, et cetera. So I give them motivation. I also give them education. Some kids, they want to lose weight or they want to get healthy or they want to create the right habits, but they're like, how do I do it? So I educate them in that way. But then also we give them accountability. Some kids, they know how to, you know, eat healthy, but there's not that, that support figure in their life that's really pushing them to, you know, eat healthy or create the right habits. So really, Kids for Health focuses on three things. We try to help kids get healthy physically, mentally, and emotionally. Hmm. And really, you know, when you hear the word Kids for Health, you think it's all about eating and it's all about that. Honestly, about 75% of our videos are away from healthy eating, and we actually talk about a healthy mind. We talk about creating the right habits. We talk about manners. We talk about, you know, developing a work ethic. We talk about how to find your passion. We talk about all of this stuff. And the way that we do this, is when a kid signs up, they get a daily video for an entire year, every single day for an entire year, wow. that will motivate them and educate them to become healthier. And the video, like I said, the videos are about, really it comes back to creating the right habits. And it's awesome because a lot of kids nowadays, they learn from videos, and it, they get a video from me, which I'm a kid, and it relates to them. I really bring it to their level, yeah, yeah. and I talk as if I were you know, their age or in their shoes. So, um, you know, anybody who wants to get their kids daily accountability, daily coaching, and daily motivation, go to kids and then the number four health dot TV, kids for health dot TV, and uh, you can either pay $20 a month or $200 up front. And, you know, there's so many kids seeing results. I just had somebody message me and say that uh, their kid had gotten detention, um, you know, like three times, uh, you know, that he was getting, you know, he would not, you know, pass the C in, his, in all of his grades. Mm. And really, he was heading off the wrong track. He was all do, doing only video games. And her and her and his mom signed him up for Kids for Health. And after watching the daily videos, he actually started a business. He um, is getting straight A's and he's in one, is one of the top in his class. But it's wow. all because it's not me, but it's all because it's creating the right habits. And the kids want to learn. They really do. But there's not this, like, thing that other than school that's teaching them every single day, and that's what we provide. Right. <laughs> Sounds great. Can I sign up? <laughs> incredible. <laughs> it's incredible that, you know, you can offer that to, to somebody and, and really give them, you know, that realization. And it's not just all about the healthy eating, but I, I believe you 100%. And I agree that it's all about the healthy mind and your choices and your manners and your thoughts. And, you know, once we start to change that, I mean, I feel like that's a lot of the reason that kids struggle with obesity today, that kids struggle with depression today. 
is is your your mental state, what's going into your mind. So once we can help with that, and, and from a kid's perspective, I just I think that's so incredible. Um, you talk a lot about goals, and I think that's a consistent thing that we've been talking about here. Um, so you know, one question I have for you are, what are your goals? I mean, you you talk about setting goals and how to set goals and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So what are your goals for the future? Well, it's funny because in Kids for Health, we actually just finished um, an entire week on goals. So it's, mm. it's perfect timing. But, you know, actually, I just, uh, you know, I write out my goals every single morning. And, you know, I really have like, t- I have 10 goals that I'm very serious about. I have a ton of other goals that I know that I'm going to accomplish. But the 10 goals I've narrowed down is like what I'm going, what I'm focusing on every single day and why I'm doing what I'm doing. But, you know, I'll give you a couple of them. You know, this year I'm aiming to make six figures. That's my goal is to, you know, uh-huh. make six figures by 14 years old. Um, which I'm actually on pace for that, honestly. I really am. Um, you know, I'm going to be a millionaire by 16. Um, I want to be a billionaire by 30. But, away, you know, away from money, I want to write, you know, 10 New York Times bestsellers. Wow. Uh, you know, me and my dad are going to – you know, I want to write 10 New York Times bestsellers by the age of 30. Um, me and my dad are starting this thing called the Success Zone in Tampa, Florida. Wow. And uh, really what it is, it's like a weekly seminar, and we want 1,000 kids in there within the next – or not kids, sorry. We want 1,000 people in there. Um, getting that seminar every single day live um, every single Friday night. We want that by, uh, you know, like five years from now. We want to have consistently a 1,000 people. Wow. Um, I want to do a TED Talk. <laughs> you know, I want to, uh, uh, you know, be on Ellen, Gary Vaynerchuk show, the Ask Gary V show. I have people I want to speak with, which is actually amazing because I started writing down my goals this year. I've, I've done it before, but not consistently. And I started writing down my goals, and three of my goals that I wrote down that I wanted to happen this year, they all happened. Wow. Um, so I'm really excited about that. Even somebody huge that I was wanting to speak with, randomly, like at the end of this year, after I've been writing it all year, at the end of the year, they messaged me and said that they want to speak with me. Wow. So, um, you know, we're going to do a seminar together. I'm really excited. But, you know, I mean, I have enormous goals, and that's really what I'm about is setting big goals because I set my goals as if they were to come true. And I think that's the, that's the biggest thing that you can do. You know, that's I, I set my goal as if I will become a millionaire by 16. I'm not going to set a goal that I want a shorter goal just because it looks more realistic. Like, you know, Steve Jobs wasn't realistic. All these people, they weren't realistic. Mm-hmm. You want to accomplish big things, have big goals, and that's what I'm about. Wow. You know, and setting your goals high, I think, uh, you know, once you write it down and, and make it a reality and constantly remind yourself, you know, I, I, I find myself, you know, writing down my goals and just sticking it on my mirror or my computer somewhere I'm going to see it, somewhere where I'm constantly going to be reminded of why I'm doing it. And, you know, like you said, the why, why are we doing this and why is this our passion and why do we want it? And once we remind ourselves of that, you know, we can take the steps every day to make that a reality. Caleb, thanks so much for being on the show today. Caleb Maddox, everyone, would you mind throwing out where we can get in touch with you, where we can find you, and where we can uh, really get a, a, more of your information. Well, you know, the, the easiest place you can find me is on uh, Facebook. I, po- you know, I post a, about a video a day um, on Facebook. So go like my Facebook fan page. It's Caleb Maddox, C-A-L-E-B-M-A-D-D-I-X. Um, and on there, you know, I, I post motivational quotes. I do video blogs. I do... Uh, a lot of stuff. That's really where I get the most things, and I kind of treat that as my website. And from there, you can find everything else. But go to my my Facebook fan page, Caleb Maddox, and that's where you'll find me. Great, Caleb. Thanks so much for being on the show, and I would love to have you back on to talk about, if you want to, to talk about, uh, you know, just topics like goal setting and and failing and getting back up. So if you ever want to come back on, the offer is definitely there. <laughs>
Of course. I, I wanted to get back on, so I would love that. Absolutely, Caleb. I appreciate you being on my show today, and thank you so much. Uh, up next, we have an incredible family who's also helping to have their son achieve his goals and his passions. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Because God made a way through the pain, and he opened her eyes. Hi, honey, I'm home. Hi, Mom. Yo, Moms, what's up? Uh, who are you, and who are those girls? I'm hip-hop's biggest star, and those are my bootylicious backup dancers. Hey. Don't mind us, we just chilling. Why here, in my family room? Because you haven't told us not to. <laughs> if you don't want your kids to watch it, block it. It's easy to be the boss of what your kids watch by blocking the television programming you might like, but don't want them to see. To learn how, go to thetvboss.org. This message brought to you by the Ad Council and thetvboss.org. What does it take to live an uncommon life? Here's former Super Bowl winning coach Tony Dungy with today's Uncommon Moment. My friend James Brown, current host of the NFL Today on CBS Sports and Showtime's Inside the NFL, has one of the busiest schedules I know. Yet he goes out of his way to be available to everyone who wants to talk or meet with him. My co-author, Nathan Whitaker, experienced this firsthand when he attended a Washington Nationals game with J.B. Nathan noticed that J.B. took just as much time to listen to the elevator operator as he did visiting with the Chief Justice of the United States Supreme Court. In God's eyes and J.B.'s, both of them are very important. Who needs you to make them feel special today? New York Times best-selling author, Tony Dungy. Discover more at CoachDungy.com. That's CoachDungy.com. Well, AISI, it was NBD. You don't know what your kids are saying online or who they're saying it to. A lot of times, neither do they. Last year, one in five children was sexually solicited online. To protect your kids' online life and to get a full list of acronyms kids are using, call 1-800-THE-LOST or visit CyberTipLine.com. Help delete online predators. A message from the National Center for Missing and Exploited Children and the Ad Council. Let's rejoin Behind the Mask with Cassandra Perkins on 810 KLVZ, where love lives. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the show. I had an amazing, amazing boy on. He was 14 years old, Caleb Maddox. He's so incredible. He is an author of Keys to Success for Kids, as well as a CEO and founder of Kids for Health. So incredible. If you wouldn't mind uh, going to my website, you can check him out and find more about him. It's CassandraPerkinsRadio.com, as well as go to my Facebook page and check that out as well. You can just look up Cassandra Perkins on Facebook. Be sure to give my Behind the Mask page a big like, as well as just follow me on Facebook to stay up to date with what I'm doing in my life as well. Up next, we have such an incredible family here in studio who, again, you know, I feel like a, a topic of conversation is really supporting and helping and, and, and being there for your kids. And I, I truly think that this family represents that. And when I find a family like this, um, it's very, it's very sad for me to see, uh, you know, parents who aren't involved in their kid's life and aren't there to, you know, be the passion in their life and say, hey, you know, just go, go figure it out, you know, figure it out for yourself when they're there to say, okay, here, here's a platform 
platform for you to do this. If this is what you want to do, then we're going to support you 100%. And I think that's really, if I'm not wrong, is what this family is absolutely doing. So I'd really like to welcome into the studio. We have Brian and Holly here. Um, they're so incredible. The parents um, of Jack and, and and I love them. I love them so much and everything that they're doing to to help support them and, and, and you know, really care for their son. So uh, I'd like to welcome you all. They're here joining us in studio. I'd like Thank to welcome you, you guys Thank to the show. Thank you very much for having us in. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, so, Jack, you have your own business, don't you? Yeah. I really l like my business. Um, I guess how I started it would be that I, like, I guess I just at, really like shave ice. And yeah. uh, so I asked my mom and dad if I could have a shave ice business, and they got it. Oh, okay. That's incredible. You know, I, I love that you saw your passion and you just went for it. So you saw something that you loved and you went for it and your parents were here to support you 100% of the way. So uh, guys, I would love to talk to the parents real quick and really see how and, and, you know, why this started out and really how you, you know, saw this and saw that your child had something that he liked and turned it into something that is a business something that he can now continue on you know we have two little amazing daughters here in the studio too that something they can join on in as well so uh you know really how did this start uh well holly actually is the one that <clears throat> had the passion to start the business but uh um and uh she was uh, asked by jack of course and and uh i thought it was something that could happen and so uh we went out and uh, started shopping for uh shave ice trailer just a mobile unit that we could use uh, for the business and uh, uh, we, we got that just went through all the legwork of starting up a small business hmm. and um, it turned out to be something that was uh, a good educational uh, opportunity for the kids and uh, and for us as well I'd never started a business before Absolutely. so I learned all the steps along the way for doing that but uh, uh, it was something that we undertook as a family and uh, it was something that we enjoy quite a bit together as a family. We got the trailer and uh, the access to a commercial kitchen so we could make the uh, the flavored syrups for the shave ice business. And and I learned uh, more than I ever thought there was to know about how to make ice and how to make good quality <laughs> ice that's wow. clear and shaves nicely at the right temperature. And wow. it turned out there was a whole science to it that I, I really enjoyed learning. Wow. But uh, uh, Jack helps out with the business quite a bit, and um, it's uh, very educational learning, the whole thing yeah. about buying and selling and, and marketing and how you have to use the Internet to do that. Yeah. And uh, it's just something that uh, uh, I think Jack's really going to benefit from. Absolutely. And you know what I think is really cool? I think that, uh, and Holly, I know you're going to say something, but I'll, I just want to throw this in real quick. I think it's really cool how, um, you know, when parents see something like technology wise or something that involves money and it's kind of a, a kid's generation or a new foreign thing to them, parents are very quickly to just shy away and shut it out and not know anything about it. And then, you know, have kids just take control of it. When, with this project, you guys had to work together as a family and as a team. And now you each are pulling something away from this and each learning something, which is just a completely different other experience, which is, is another benefit out of this. I believe, uh, Jack, how old are you? I am uh, 12 years old, only 12 years old. <laughs> yeah. Um, hi. Yeah. My birthday is April 20. April 29th. Yeah. Yeah. So you just turned, you just turned, no, you'll be 13 actually pretty soon. Yep. 
Mm-hmm. Wow. And to run your own business only at 12 years old, that's pretty amazing. Do you think it's pretty amazing? To, I mean, how does that make you feel to know that you're running a business? A running a business, Jack. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of exciting. Is it? Yeah. Yeah, I bet. And I just, I can't imagine, you know, how it feels at, at such a young age to know that you're accomplishing something and you're doing something. Um, Holly, I know that you were going to throw something in there. Do you still have that uh, on your mind? Oh, yeah. Well, we, um, I first saw it as a business that uh, young kids could do, teenagers, like it could be Jack's first job. So that was one of the reasons that we started it and are just keeping it going until yeah. him and his sisters, who Sophia's only five, Bella's seven, but soon enough, they'll be running their own little trailer, this sh- shave ice trailer. And also one of the things that uh, we didn't, we thought of it as a business when we started it, but yeah. we haven't, re- we didn't realize there were so many charities that could benefit from yeah, let's us talk being about that. at their yeah. fundraisers. And Jack will tell you, Jack, what do you think about fundraisers? Fundraisers. Oh, yeah. I, th- I think they're pretty fun. Yeah. They're called fundraisers <laughs> for a reason. <laughs> oh, that's adorable. Okay, I'm going to start using that. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Well, and- we've uh, helped out with, um, actually, Jack and I just started volunteering at uh, a place called Friends of Horses, uh, Rescue and Adoptions, a place that... Um, um, Stables horses that are, are um, saved and, and uh, allows other people to adopt them out. But wow. uh, they rescue quite a bit of horses and horses that would be actually sold into the meat industry. I didn't know wow. people ate horse meat, but it does wow. happen. And, and there's a lot of people that um, yeah. uh, are trying to rescue those horses. They buy them by the pound. And these horses turned out to be fantastic animals. And they use quite a bit of them uh, to help with the... Uh, Kids that have autism, uh, actually Jack has a diagnosis of autism. He got when he's two years old. And so we like uh, being able to help out that community. And, and um, they do the horseback riding uh, therapy for these kids. And a lot of these kids that are, you know, Jack is very mildly affected. But uh, a lot of these kids, their first real opening up and, and uh, engaging other people comes when they're on horseback. And so wow. we, we like being a part of that uh, outfit and part of that. And so Jack and I go out there and uh, it was interesting to try to find a place that would actually take volunteers that were Jack's age. Yeah. A lot of places only take you if you're 14 years old, wow. but they were happy to have Jack as long as his dad came along with him. <laughs> so wow. we go out there and, you know, muck out stables together and make sure the horses have hay and water. So you got and- to get involved. So something, uh, you know, as Holly was saying, something that turned from, you know, something that's, uh, this is going to be a business, a business choice, you know, as teenagers are doing, this is a business is now something where it's kind of developed, if I'm not wrong, into something that's so much greater and you guys have found so much greater purpose. Am I right? Is, is, this, uh, the- is this kind of an outlet for you guys? Yeah, the way we found out about that place is we sold Shave Ice at one of their fundraisers in the summertime. And um, we've been out there a couple seasons now to um, help with their fundraiser event. Uh, And we've done... um, Well, another one also for horseback riding therapy for for kids with autism. Um, But yeah, that was was the way that the Shave Ice led into that. But we're um, always always looking for opportunities to help out. And um, Shave Ice is a way of kind of, you know, it sort of brings a party to the party. I mean, uh, yeah. people, uh, people uh, <laughs> you start uh, passing those Shave Ice out through the window, and, and it's amazing how uh, the lines just kind of form. Yeah. Jack, do you meet a lot of people when you, when you sell the Shaved Ice? Do you meet a lot of nice people and stuff? Yeah, I do. <laughs> yeah. 
I bet you guys meet a lot of people and, and have a lot of connections, which is something else that's so incredible with this is, uh, you know, I think when you find uh, something like this, that's a, a passion or a job or whatever the case may be, that if it's right, you really start connecting with, with people and, and, you know, you start connecting with uh, people that are going to make a difference and people who are making a difference and uh, that make a difference in your life. And I think uh, that you guys found that and that you guys have that with this is just so incredible to know that it's so much more than just shaved ice it's so much more of a connection than just shaved ice um, and and I love that and I love that you guys um, are doing it as a family and I we do have to take a break but I would love to talk about um, as soon as we get back from the break I'd love to talk a little bit about how you know being an entrepreneur and having this at you know Jack's young age as well as the kids young age as well as yourself how being an entrepreneur family has really affected it and helped it if, if it does so stay tuned We'll be right back. Hello, may I help you? Uh, hello, can I ask you a few questions about the apartment you have on Park Street? What was your name? My name is Juan Hernandez. It's been rented. Oh, he's gone? Hello, my name is Sanjay Kumar. I am calling about the apartment on Park Street. It's not available. It's not available, but I just now saw it in the paper. May I help you? Hi, my name is Tyrone Washington. I'm calling about a place to rent on Park Street. No longer available. It's not available now. Nope, sorry. Oh, okay. Hello? Yes, hello. My name is Graham Wellington. I'm calling about the apartment for rent on Park Street. Is that still available? Yes, it is. Oh, it is? Yes. Oh, really? I'd love to make an appointment. Housing discrimination is illegal. If you think you've been a victim because of your race, color, national origin, sex, religion, disability, or family status, call 800-669-9777 or visit fairhousinglaw.org. Fair housing, it's not an option, it's the law. Brought to you by HUD, the Ad Council, and LCCREF. Wanna know who my hero is? It's not a princess. It's not a cowboy. My hero's gonna make us all better. My hero's gonna cure juvenile diabetes. Kids with juvenile diabetes need you to be their hero now more than ever. We are so close to finding a cure for this disease, which threatens their sight, their hearts, their dreams. And when we find it, these kids can be kids. Unfortunately, superpowers won't find the cure. Your help will. Please, help the Juvenile Diabetes Research Foundation find the cure now. Call 1-800-533-CURE or go to JDRF.org. Your help makes you... My hero. 1-800-533-CURE or visit JDRF.org. Back to Behind the Mask with Cassandra Perkins on 810 KLVZ, where love lives. Welcome back to the show, everyone. I'm joined in studio by Brian Com, Holly Com, and Jack Com. They are so incredible, doing incredible things. Uh, Jack is 12 years old, and he's an entrepreneur who runs his own shaved ice truck in which he gives a percentage of his per proceeds to charity events such as the 5K Run for Hope, Houses of Colorado, Saddle Up Foundation, Friends of Horses Rescue, and Adoption in Centennial for their giddy up. And I, I just I just love that. Um, you know, we talked about that just briefly in the last uh, part of the show. How 
how you guys have had this business and it's just really established into something that's so much greater, that's so much greater and has such greater purpose. Um, and I'd love to talk about that uh, as well as uh, I mentioned as we went to break, how being an entrepreneur has affected your family life. But I think I'd like to start out with the question of really how this business and um, Jack, you can answer this as well, but how this business um, is good for a young boy with autism. So how do you feel that this business, the shaved ice business is good for you? Well, uh, I guess I get to visit a lot of fun places. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and, you know, get to get out there and get to be out there, right? Yeah. Yeah, get to be out there. Um, you know, parents, what do you, how do you feel that this is really, I mean, do you see change in him? Do you see, you know, brighter? I mean, what, what, how does it affect it? It's amazing. I mean, when you get that diagnosis, and uh, I'm sure there's families out there that have just uh, have gotten a diagnosis of autism for their child, and they usually do it right when they're, they're two years old, and they see the, the red flags of just sort of lack of engagement, and you wonder, how is this going to turn out? Right. And um, there's just so much growth and so much potential in these kids to um, interact with people and to thrive and yeah. uh, to yeah. be... Very, you know, very valuable people. Uh, just, you know, we just are amazed at how much uh, Jack is just essential to our family. I mean, I just can't imagine uh, being without him. He's just an incredible kid. And so, uh, but the, the trick is to try to get them to engage and, and to uh, interact with other people. And so we thought of this business as something where he could do. I tell you what, it's, it's a a little bit tricky with a shave ice machine is <laughs> always looking for a way to let you down you know so there's a lot of tinkering that needs done with that machine and then the, the it's a fairly simple process the you know the flavoring with the syrups and all that but the encounter with the people you know through that sort of person to person selling and uh, and greeting and taking an order and yeah. that is it seems so fundamental but uh, for a child with autism it's an amazing therapy, you know, to be able to make eye contact yeah. with that person. That's the first challenge. And then to listen to them and write down what they're saying. And then... So a sense of purpose? Absolutely. Fulfilling a request. I mean, it's such a, it's a fundamental of, of business, uh, being able to talk with someone and, and uh, you know, come to an agreement and, and produce something that they want and, uh, and then be compensated for it. Right. <laughs> I mean, but uh, you're getting paid for doing something that you love, right? <laughs> but uh, just you know, meeting someone else's needs in that way—it's—it's—it's it's, yeah. uh, it's good therapy, and it's something that um, can be, um, you know, can be lacking unless you unless you go out and look for it, look for those opportunities to get them engaged and get them engaged with other people. Right. And for Jack, as uh, when he gets older, when he's a young male with autism this is a business that he and his sisters right could have fun running with their help they can uh they can keep it keep run. it going yeah and he can still interact and make the shave ice with people and right he'll just have the have these two backing him right absolutely you know so what i see from families a lot is um you know families uh saying you know figure it out you know do whatever you want to do but figure it out for yourself you know go out and do your own when you guys essentially in my opinion are kind of giving him as well as your other children a platform to say okay if this is what you want to do we're going to support you and then eventually you're going to be able to take this and run off with it on your own and you're going to we're going to give you the tools to help you um you know is that truly what you think you guys are doing i mean is 
Is that what you, the goal is here? Absolutely. And, and the main thing is just to, to try. Try something new. And, and uh, if the whole thing uh, flops and, uh, you know, he turns else. out to be allergic <laughs> to shave ice and hates it and says, I well, can't stand it, then, uh, then try something else. But that initial, you know, don't be afraid to try something yeah. is, is the key. But it's also really important as a parent. It's hard to put your head on the pillow and sleep at night when you're worried about your firstborn son. So with the two younger sisters we and providing him a business, we just feel a lot more confident because he will soon be an adult male with autism, and we don't want him loose. You know, we just we want him guided through Absolutely. life. So this was one of the ways to... Uh, to control that. So do you guys feel that uh, being an entrepreneur family, I mean, it's not, you know, it's not just Jack at the age of 12 years old. It, it's all of you working together as a team and, and essentially giving him this platform again to say that, you know, giving him this platform. But you guys are all working together as this team to make this happen, to, to go out and do these things. You know, he can't drive the truck around himself. You know, it, he's he's got to have a team here. He's got to have a family. So do you feel that you guys have grown stronger through this? Do you guys feel I mean, what are what are things that you've learned through this? Well, when you have a son with autism, the whole family has autism. Mm. And so each day is very different. Like we say, when you get the diagnosis at two years old, any questions you have about that diagnosis, they just say every child is different. And you start to learn. You hate that answer at first. You start to learn that is the answer. Every day is different. And it gets better and better. And then you learn to control your family and your, your way of life. Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, you know, kind of talking about autism is, um, you know, like you just mentioned that, you know, the question gets brought out there a lot, you know, um, that you guys hear it a lot. Um, and it's out there a lot. And, you know, Brian, even though I, I think you even mentioned that, uh, you know, when you hear that, that your child has autism, it can be very confusing. Um, you know, what is advice for you guys as parents? Um, and then Jack, I'll ask you as well in a minute. But what is advice you guys have as parents to, to give to somebody? who has autism oh boy uh for me personally it was uh just don't underestimate you start to uh, fixating on on the limitations and what does it mean uh for the growth and development and and the way they notice it is they're missing milestones you know they're not making yeah. eye contact they're yeah. not speaking they're not engaging and so it's just one missed milestone after another and so you start saying well these limitations are are real and they're they're permanent and then uh, of course there's development and then it kind of sneaks up on you and, right. and things uh, they achieve uh, and do things that uh, surprise you that you think oh I didn't know he could do that and suddenly he can do it and then you start to feel guilty that you place those limitations on him that he's breaking through yeah and 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 so and it's not long before you realize boy there's really nothing he can't yeah. do. Well, yeah. even under the label, your child is still thriving, and you have to remember that it's still a thriving, still in thriving. the early years, it's still a thriving child just with autism. So I guess my key for the parents is don't uh, don't fixate on these limitations because you're just going to be surprised over and have, over again about, about how, how they just blow through them. Yeah. And uh, and thrive, and then you and then you're gonna have that guilty feeling of Absolutely. oh, why did I think he couldn't do that? Absolutely, you no, know, he can do it. <laughs> so my birthday's coming up, so Jack, maybe I'll have to have some Jack shaved ice at my birthday oh my or something. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> I'm counting on it. What do, you, what do you recommend, Jack, for a good flavor for her? Hey, the Jack Special. It's my okay. favorite. Okay. Uh, what's the Jack Special? It's basically uh, 
It's like a combo of three of my favorite flavors. Ooh. Grape, blue raspberry, and watermelon. And you made that all by yourself? Uh, yeah. <laughs> he came up with it, and it's on, the, it's on the menu. <laughs> Absolutely. Guys, I want to thank you all so much for being here in studio and being on my show today. Really quickly, where can we find more about you guys? Well, we have a Facebook page, Jack's Shave Ice, and then we are also out at Tagawa Gardens whenever they have a special event. And we post on Facebook our next event, event. probably not till May. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. It's a little cold for Shade Eye, but hey, it's still good. Absolutely. Thanks, guys, so much for being here. And Thanks, I love Cassandra. what you guys Thanks are doing and, and the family that you are. And it's so great. I'm just so impressed with everything that you guys are doing. We have Jacob Salem calling in to pray us out. Jacob, are you there? Yes, ma'am. Let's pray us out for today. All right, Father God, we just thank you so much for your provision in the lives of your children. And God, we're literally talking about children, the, the young men that have come on this show and shown where they're headed and what they're doing, the vision that you're putting on their lives to be entrepreneurs, to own their own business, that you're continuing to empower and equip. And Lord, you're giving hope for a future because the generations coming up, you are still raising those generations up. And ultimately, it doesn't matter what industry we're in, whether it be motivational or it doesn't matter what industry we're in. Ultimately, we're doing everything for the glory of the kingdom for you, Lord. And we just pray that you would continue to guide the steps of all those coming up and guide us as we go. We thank you so much for Cassandra and all she's doing, and I uplift her and her ministry as well. Lord, we thank you so much for your son, that we were able to celebrate his birth as we just passed through Christmas, that we, you sent your son to live a life that we could not. And it's in his name, Jesus, I pray. Amen. Amen, Jacob Salem. Always, always such a pleasure. And I'm always so blessed to end my show out in a big bang, like always. You're just so incredible. And, and thanks so much always for coming on my show and praying us out. Appreciate it, Jacob. My, my privilege. Absolutely. Hey, if you want to find more about me as well as Jacob Salem and all my guests today, I be sure to please go to my website and check it out. It's CassandraPerkinsRadio.com. Also, you can go to my Facebook page and check out the things that I do on there, Cassandra Perkins. Um, also, I have a show, a rebroadcast of the show. So if you missed any part of the show or if you're just tuning in, you can hear the show again. You can listen Saturday at 10 a.m. on this station, 8, 10 a.m. Um, also, you can listen Saturday at 6.30 p.m on 670 KLTT. You can listen there as well. Um, I'm so, so, so happy that everyone got to come on today and I want to give a huge thank you to Colin and Terrence for running my show today. Guys, remember to love God, love people, and impact the world for Christ. We'll see you next time. Thank you for tuning in to Behind the Mask with Cassandra Perkins. To reach Cassandra or to learn more about her ministry and work, visit CassandraPerkinsRadio.com or look her up on Facebook. Listen again every Tuesday from 4 to 5, plus the Saturday morning encore at 10 a.m. Behind the Mask with Cassandra Perkins, right here on 810 KLVZ, where love lives.